Page Avenue crew, and my name is Adam. I'm Dan. I'm old haunches. <laughs> haunches pilot. <I'm> haunches pilot. <laughs> uh, fucking cop cop. Cop cop wills in the building and returning, I could say for the second week in a row, but that would be false. The second episode in a row, Jordan Phoenix, director of many Story of the Year things, is here. Hi, and, buddy. And The Godfather, Hello. as we found out last time. Yeah. Oh, yes. Great film. Hey, producer Drew's here, too. Yeah, don't leave producer. him around. Sure is. He's got so many snacks. <laughs> Doesn't have the, fro- uh, the fart mic, though. Micless. Micless. <laughs> Drew, even though you just handed me all kinds of things and did all kinds of services and we didn't even give you a mic, can I please have one piece of that licorice? Give him a half of one. The answer was yes. In case anybody oh. out there is wondering. Oh, I don't like that. He said yes. Listener, Josh thinks that uh, like Swedish that. fish are trash and that Twizzlers are good. Uh, go ahead in the comments and let us know. You if think you I give agree two or disagree? Fucks what these people think. <laughs> hey, let's do a poll on Patreon whether or not Swedish fish are good. And then maybe. Uh, it's the kind of content our listeners yeah. are waiting for. Yeah. I want another shape. My wife, my wife always says it's old people food. It's like it's, that's fake candy for fucking old people. What is? I wouldn't, Swedish fish. I wouldn't choose to buy it, what? but I, I don't hate them. They're fine. No. Sour Patch Kids are like a next level of They're Swedish kind of the fish. ultimate. Yeah. 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 Mm. They're just Swedish fish with like better shit on the outside. Sour stuff. So they taste better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, like that other thing, but it, t- but it tastes but, better. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like it tastes good. Yeah. It's like the other one doesn't you know, like taste good. Swedish fish tastes like if you took gum off the bottom of somebody's foot and put it in your oh. mouth. I don't uh, know if that I've ever had gravel in my Swedish fish. I'm I'm like, all right, I'm with you on that. And then you go, but Twizzlers, that shit's good. That is literally, it's just red food coloring and flour. It's like an old lady thing. And it's better. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. <laughs> not for me. I'll say that's just that's not fine. for me. All right. To each his own. Swedish fish can eat a dick. <laughs> so what's been going on, boys? What's happening here? In, I want to uh, hear. I want to hear Dan's story. Here's oh, the. T- yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. I want to read the text that we got. <laughs> uh, I was already a couple minutes late. I he was, was a little like, late. We got this text. Be there in a minute. A drunk, passed out guy is in my yard, and the cops are here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I walk out the door. It's already dark because of daylight savings time. Uh, yesterday or whatever. Whack. So I'm like. It's only like six fifty or whatever. I'm walking out. I'm like, cool. And I'm. It's super dark. And I and right right past my van, my uh, super cool minivan, uh, over by my tree in the side yard. There's just a a dude holding a case of Modelo, <laughs> but I couldn't tell what he was. I thought it was like a deer or something. I came out and I was like, I was like, well, that's a big fucking ant. That's a fucking person. Was it Michael and Bolton? I, dude, I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't process it real fast. It was kind of dark over there. And I just, I was like, oh, wait, that's a dude holding a case of beer, but he's like wobbling real hard. <laughs> and I just stopped for a second. I stood there and wait, I wait. saw him like, this is when you're walking your car. Yeah. I was like oh. going out to get oh, in okay. my car. And, uh, and I like stopped and I was like, fuck. And I just turned around. And then when I turned around, he fell backwards, let hit, like hit the ground, dropped the beer and he's just laying on the ground. I was like, what the fuck? So I have to go back and unlock my door and uh, open it. And you know, the whole family's inside. I'm like, ah, oh, there's a guy outside. <laughs> uh, and everybody's like, what? And I was like, uh, I don't know. I go, hold on. And I just go back out and I was like looking at him. He's like trying to get up and he's like stumbling. Uh, he was like, I couldn't really tell. I couldn't see him, but uh, I'm like, Hey, Hey, Hey dude. <laughs> hey guy. I can imagine. I can picture this perfectly. I was Excuse like, me, sir. I was like, Hey, what's up, dude? And he goes, uh, and I was like, yeah, you got to go, man. <laughs> and he was kind of looking at me like he had no clue where he was or what was going on. I was like, yeah, you got to go. And he's like, I think he was speaking Spanish. I'm pretty sure it was an older Mexican dude. Anyway, so um, I'm just standing there, and then 
I'm like, what do I do? I got to go call the cops or something. And a cop pulls down the street as soon as I'm saying that. And they like have their like spotlight. And I guess somebody had already called on him. Mm. So I just kind of like, been like the ninth yard that he did that in. Yeah. I just kind of <laughs> yeah. waved at the cop. I was like, yep, there, yep, there, there he is. <laughs> there he and is then right they there. pulled over and just talked to him and they're like, what's up, man? What are you doing? And he, he was out of his mind. Had no idea oh. what he was doing. This is like almost 7 p.m. Just fucking partied. You know, partied he, out. He should have said, not drinking and driving. Move <laughs> yeah. along, officer. Yeah. They ended up putting him in the car and taking him, but I don't know. They might just be giving him a ride home or whatever. I don't know. He wasn't doing anything wrong, really, except for planted up in my yard. Did you get his beer, at least? <laughs> no, they took it. Damn. Do you, think, do you think they took it home with them? They like dropped him off with bad? it? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, they probably drank it like in super bad. God. Yeah. yeah, all the cops and that dude probably shot up the car, you know, <laughs> threw Molotov cocktail at it. Tight. Yeah. So tight. I tried yeah. to look at my ring camera just now, but you just see me like turn around and go back into the house <laughs> and then it didn't record anything else. <laughs> oh man, Adam has such a great ring camera foot that my when your sister car does too. No, that when you're you when put my, the brake on your car and it starts rolling away. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so you know <laughs> the videos where like the ring camera where like a dog jumps through like a screen and out have you seen those yeah, where like yeah. somebody knocks on the door? That happened at my sister's house, <gasps> but the dog broke through the glass oh. of the storm door. Wow. Wait, her dog? Yeah. How big of a dog? It, it's a medium sized dog. He's not huge. Just energetic. Just fucking <laughs> somebody says dude like was selling something, like knocked on the door and fuck he just broke through the glass and you see the guy go oh. and my, my brother-in-law's running outside like talking to the dude like oh my god it was so funny did your brother-in-law jump through the broken glass door <laughs> no, i mean he opened the door but like it was just hilarious because it was like dude. it was like Jeez. every video you've ever seen like on like instagram or whatever where it's just fucking something weird happens do you see glass like exploding first or like what's the i, I have to see this now i have to have, I have my cinder my, my cinder have my your sister. cinder send the as true, true. Cinder. I'll have the Cinder sis it over. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have Cinder from Killer Instinct send it over. Cinder. Have we podcast since we were young? When no. we were young? Nope. No, we've been off for two weeks. We blew it. So let's talk we about that. We didn't blow it. We're allowed to take vacations. Dude, hold on. You the, are the, correct. The only other thing that was freaking me out, I just rewatched Us, and I don't know if you guys have seen Us, but... No spoilers, um, please. Well, there's a part where the, the one of the kid goes, Dad, there's a family in our driveway. And it's like, that's like the whole first creepy part of the thing where the family's just standing in the driveway. And as soon as you don't expect to walk out and just yeah. in the dark and yeah, see yeah. a man standing by your car. And I was like, what, what the fuck is happening right now? But it was not a murderous family. Dude, so. we went to high school. I don't want to say the name, but we went to high school with a dude and his sister. And long story super short, it was like midnight and they heard like some commotion in the kitchen. They went down. There was a man just covered in blood oh. just screaming oh god yeah can you fucking imagine that no uh, that's way worse yeah mm -hmm. he was just sitting there and and just covered in blood like in shock and then you know they he just started screaming he was just standing there just screaming at the top of his lungs that's horrifying wow yeah. i vaguely remember yeah this Listen, you hit that dude with a bat <laughs> move, hey move along that's why i keep a bat in my kitchen <laughs> all right let me do one uh we were at uh the real Tell life stranger story yes. the real life set uh the play if you've seen the, the video where dan is walking around uh with blood on his face in the beginning i have seen oh, our video okay yeah, yeah yeah sorry uh and i was there with tony we were like looking at the set figuring stuff out so he goes jordan come here real quick and i go what he goes look outside and i look outside and there's a large hispanic woman completely naked showering in the uh water of the like potholes you know uh -huh. <laughs> we go out and then she sees us 
I didn't. I didn't expect that Tony was like. But she was me basically taking a bath in the parking lot. Yeah, but she. It oh. was quickly revealed that she was insane. Yeah, she was. Oh. And then, and then like, I saw like her. slopping up the the pothole water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Got to clean that pussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if <laughs> if she. Yeah. Anyway, it Keep was. It, clean. it could have been a very cool movie, but it wasn't. It was weird. Yeah, I just like froze, and then she was staring at us, and we didn't know what to do, and we all just stood there for like felt like five minutes, and then slowly walked backwards and went inside. And then the, my question to the group is: Do you call the police or do you just let her hang out? I just, said, no, I just, just let her do her thing. That was my dilemma just now yeah. in my yard. I was like, "What? Do I call the fucking cops?" Because he wasn't like doing anything, but I couldn't tell, and I didn't want to go over there. He might have been covered in blood for Dude, all I know. I don't know. He I was got too like far away. nine super immature jokes in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll bypass that. I'll hit the bypass switch. No, dude, that person's life is fucking hard enough. Just like yeah, that's yeah, what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to fuck this guy's night up, but I don't want him in my fucking yard. Right, I don't yeah. know what to do right now. I mean, the cops yeah. weren't going to give that chick a shower. Yeah, they weren't going to take her to a facility to get clean. Was she completely butt naked? Yeah, it was like wild. her clothes weren't even nearby. No. So she wandered however many blocks to take a bath in that one pothole right in front of you. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, what time is it? And Tony was like, <laughs> time to get ill. He was like, two? And she goes, really? It's exactly two? <laughs> I was like, shit, that's a good call, Tony. You're fucked dude, up, dude. Yeah. She's got so she dismissive. Got Tony has the dopest fucking shop to me. Because, yes. like, it's all, I'm so into, like, his world. Like, it's so fucking awesome. But the area... Sucks all the dicks. <laughs> oh, dude, it's terrible. We, that first, the Miracle video, when I, I drove a U-Haul truck full of speakers down there, and I pulled into a gas station, a dude fucking just was, like, pulling the handle, trying to get Cheering in, it. and I just went, Arr! I don't think I stopped at any lights no. around that area. I just kept driving. There's dude, no you, point. You stop. It's just, like, people just try to get in your car and shit. Yeah. It's a little bit of an oasis because it's in a an industrial area, so, like, all the residential stuff around is terrifying, but once you get in that little pocket, you can yeah. go undetected. Yeah, yeah, but it's just getting to that little pocket, those, like, stoplights, and, like, when we have to leave, we've had to leave there at, like, 2 in the morning and shit. I yeah. hate it. Well, just to, very quickly, we were shooting, when we were shooting the, some of the stuff that, I, footage that, I guess it, it was Dan and uh, his wife driving in the car being towed. Yeah, Tony had to was, go get a gun. Yeah, there was two guys that slowed down and hung out of the window, like, they were gonna, mm -hmm. like... Jack us, and then they saw we were rolling pretty deep. Yeah, they remember they were on the way like, back, I, we were getting towed in the car still, but we were covered in blood because it was the video. We had blood all over us. Um, we went by that gas station. There's like 200 people just all camping out, and they're all like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, that like, was awesome. And yeah. I, I was <laughs> like, kind of cool like, this is hilarious. I'm covered in blood, <laughs> yeah. and all these people at this gas station are like, "What the fuck are these fucking dudes?" Doing? Those guys were just having fun, yeah. but the yeah, other but they two were guys, all like, damn. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but yeah, dude, keep driving, yeah. guys, keep driving. You know what, though, dude? If you could take advantage of that, like, if, <laughs> yeah. if someone was going to try to mug you with blood on your face, you could go full, like, what's his name, and I love you, man, and just go, wow, and just yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't too worried, but it was it was very weird. You'd be like the guy in your front yard where they're like, I don't yeah. know what to do with this guy. Should <laughs> yeah. we call the cops? Should we call the cops? There's a white man. But, you know, for people listening that, like, St. Louis is always in the top. I know, like, there's some gray area with, like, how the statistics are, like, quantified and all that shit, but, like, basically... St. Louis, Detroit, some of these cities are, like, the most fucking violent and dangerous places in the whole country. And these are kind of, when you hear, like, St. Louis, murder, ca murder capital of the United States, like, this is the That's area. That's where we were. Yeah. These are the yeah. areas yeah. we choose to shoot all of our videos. Yeah, yeah. North St. Louis, yes. Yeah. The budget allows for that location. To explain that for anyone who is like, I'm not going anywhere near St. Louis, that stat is totally off. Like, if you include the actual metro area, we're, like, way, way, way down, like, in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my point is, that's where we're yeah. in the worst spot you know, yeah. of the whole place. Yeah. Let's shoot more videos down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Drew, let's hear it. 
Okay, so at this point, it seems weird to talk about this because now we've moved on to murder <laughs> and you know, all the good stuff. Not all drunk guys passing so, out in yards and stuff. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, back to the, the yeah. people in the houses, right? Yes, so yeah. when we were living in Florida, we are living at this uh, apartment complex. And it was really nice, really super nice. Um, we lived there for like four years or something. And we moved to it. I'm telling too much detail. I made HD. <clears throat> <laughs> this was my address, and uh, this was the yeah. weather that day. So anybody wants to go and check it out and see where I lived. Okay, so anyway. I was in the shower one day, and my wife, she wasn't my wife then, but now she is my wife. my wife. She was in the bedroom, and I got out of the shower, and we heard something in the living room. And we were like, fuck, what the fuck is going on? I am in a towel, right? And I go and open the door, and there's a guy who is creeping up to our, and this is 11 a.m. in a nice area, mm-hmm. right? There's a guy who creeped up to our door to see what was going on. And I met eyes with him as soon as I opened the, the, the door. And I was like, oh, hey, dude, uh, <laughs> can I can I help you with anything? Are you lost? And so that's my immediate thing. Instead of being like, what the fuck are you doing? Like normal people, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, hey, how can I help you? And he was like, oh, uh, 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 and literally said that and backed all the way out of the door and then ran off. Dude, fuck that. And I was like, how did he get in here? <sighs> dude. First of all, how did he get inside? The door is always locked. This is this is a guy at 11 a.m. in our apartment complex on the third floor. Randomly walks into our apartment. So he like just checking doors, back, seeing if shit's yeah, unlocked. Basically, yeah. Goes back to our our bedroom. I mean, I don't know if Dude, I wasn't there. Insane. That might have been Dude, some bad shit. Yeah, Did you talk to the like the the landlord or any kind of shit? And... Yeah, we got our locks changed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Dude. I don't know. Did this guy like used to live here and yeah, like they didn't possible. change the locks or whatever? But that that's sounds crazy. like the scene in Terminator One when uh fucking what's the name? Is it Slider? That actor? the apartment with the iguana and he gets out of the shower. He's like, I'm gonna fuck you up, man. And he's, he's, he's naked. You know what I'm talking about? That sounds That's like a slider, video right? I saw on, uh, I on a internet weird. site. It's weird. You never know how you're going to react until like you're yeah. in your towel and you're like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. <laughs> Drew was like, it's a nice place. Too bad we can't stay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I even thought when I came back in the house, I was like, I, I'm the man of the house. I got to go out and say something. Yeah. <laughs> like I had that thought, like, don't be a pussy. Go out and say something to this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I didn't want to. I was like, fuck that. You got to go. I was just I, like, yeah, you got to go, man. What are you doing? I would have closed my door and opened like the window. Hey! <laughs> Get out of my yard! We're in here. Stay out there, but like farther away. Uh, <laughs> go next door. <laughs> that, that guy's a, he's a real asshole. Go over there. Yeah, yeah. Get him. All right. Speaking of weird places, uh, let's talk about Vegas. I know Jordan's here to... You know, but we've we played the biggest shows of our lives in the meantime. No, so. I, I want to hear about Vegas. Very yeah. excited. Cool. Do you want to like interview with us? Nope. Or okay. Yeah. Let me ask. So it's a town where you can gamble. Yes. Yeah. The videos you, you that can I drink saw. on the streets. If you want, you can do anything you want. You could be homeless in the bushes. You Pretty can. sure. Yeah. Jill and I saw a dead person on the sidewalk. You can be Slip. dead all around the streets. You can walk up to me and Ryan yeah, and yeah. talk about murder. Yeah. <laughs> we were sitting outside and this dude just walked up. What was his name? Harley. His name was Charlie. Charlie. Harley Charlie. I don't but know. But his nickname was Harley. Yeah. And Ryan called him Charlie Harley. He goes, you didn't hear what I said? Yeah. <laughs> and then he starts to start about murder. He's like, I could yeah. kill you. I could kill you. You could kill you me. You could kill me. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? We falling down the... Uh, yeah. Man, this is some deep existential shit, Charlie. Yeah. yeah. I'm excuse me, Harley. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So how was it playing for all those fucking people? It was that fucking was a pretty amazing. wild thing. It was amazing. There was one... The huge. <laughs> there was one high stress kind of moment that we'll talk about, but yep. for me, looking out and seeing like fucking 30,000 people like singing along twenty five k to <laughs> songs that like we wrote 
20 years ago was fucking like a mind bender, man. You know, it was crazy. Yeah, it was, uh, it was so big and there was so much going on, especially the second weekend. And again, we'll get to that story that it wasn't until I personally looked at the footage that I, that it really sank in. You know what I mean? Cause those in-ear monitors. Yeah. In-ear monitors. Yeah. And just like the stress of the whole like rotating stage, like quick changeover kind of thing. And what the fuck was that? Did you hear that? That guy's here. Yeah. yeah. He's here. Um, were you able to be present in it and be like, this is cool? Or did you have I to wait? I was barely present. Well, you were probably worried your stuff was going to stop It's working. weird. You notice things more when you watch it later. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, because we're always like in such a focused mindset right before you go on stage. You're like, yeah, that's a fucking good crowd. Good. This is going to be a good show. And then you just go out and you have to play. You just have to be, just focus and play your songs. And you, you can't always take it in because after like a thousand people, 20,000 is kind of just, it's all the same. But there are moments where you're like, whoa, like when they're singing until the day I die. Dude, I keep saying that the difference, we've played big shows like this, but- Maybe, maybe not this big exactly, but we've played in front of 20,000 people before, you know? Uh, but this is 20,000 people who all know who our band is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Instead of like 1,000 who like us and then 19,000 who are waiting for Foo Fighters to play or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. This oh, was a I different wish. level of that. <laughs> Dude, I definitely, definitely took it in to the point where I left stage to get my phone and be- before Anthem just to film it because I was like... It was fucking crazy. Yeah, I, had, I don't like, believe it. I had m- multiple <laughs> moments where I was just like looking out there and just like, whoa, you know? Cause it, yeah, for, I definitely for that, did too, but still at the same But time, for that you, reason that you said, it's just 20, 30, 40,000 people yeah. that like actually know every word to yeah. certain songs. You know what I'm saying? That was like the difference. Yeah, once you hear them singing, you're like, wow, this is different. This is not normal. You yeah. know what, dude? That, again, watching it after the fact because I didn't, because the in-ears and all the shit, I didn't experience it in the moment. It was exactly what... I was so jealous of 15 mm-hmm. or more years ago where we, we like had these big sing along songs, but for whatever reason on warp tour, we weren't one of those bands that had those like crazy sing along moments. Like I remember watching taking back Sunday and other like bands that were more that like didn't come out in the mainstream right off the bat. Like we did. You know what I mean? They would have those moments where the whole crowd would sing like the whole first verse or some shit. And I was like, fuck man, that I wish that was us. And then we had that Yeah, 20 years later and it feels fucking sick. The the crowd looked the same or bigger than I was looking at all the different stages and like the turnouts for them. It, it was like people as far as you could see. What was the turnouts for other? Did you see other bands turnout? It just seemed like you couldn't put more people in front of you than were there in our area. Yeah, it was right. It was as far as you could see in every direction. There was people, and that we don't even know how many people were watching. There was like seventy thousand people at the thing. I just didn't see any gaps in the crowd. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. so there might have been. 25 it might have been 30,000 people watching us but um us and Hawthorne Hawthorne Heights had like the kind of prime slot earlier in the day back to back that, on that side stage right there and I think uh Atreyu played Atreyu was like right in between like or right at the same time after we started what made that slot so good it was like it two was just o'clock, that the right? main Something stages like hadn't really started kicking off yet so everybody was there but they were like just getting there and everybody it was, was lit excited. enough that everyone was basically on the grounds well yeah. it started because Saleson opened the main stage yeah. at like noon. there was bands on the main stage yeah, already yeah. but yeah but I, mean, I think like, like we weren't going against Mike Kim we, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah yeah we were yeah. all the prime bands on that stage at the right time Shout out to those bands that were playing. Right, I looked. Yeah. There's a couple stages yeah. that were going on my couple rows. Oh, dude! So then oh. Even a couple hours later on our stages, I mean, even like Census Fails set was still really big. But then I'd say after them, like it started like dwindling on the side, and everybody started moving over to the main. But bands were playing on every stage all day. But we we definitely had. I mean, I'm sure there's a multitude of reasons, but we definitely had like probably the biggest crowd on that stage of the whole day for yeah. sure. Like yeah. even like 
I know, you know, glass jaws, they're glass jaw, but like it was uh, almost demoralizing kind of like not to knock them or any, anything, but like, dude, I was like standing in the crowd watching them. It was like a 30th of the people. Yeah. An hour know? later, you're like, wow, there's 2000 people here. It's fucking yeah. so At weird. Same spot, I know? always have that thought like Hawthorne was playing and I was like, okay, we're playing next, whatever. I hope a bunch of people don't leave. Yeah. Like yeah. I always have that thought. Cause like festivals, you never know what the fuck's happening. Right. Like right. other yeah. stages and all that stuff. And it was definitely like you walked out and said you went, Oh, nobody left. More people came. Yeah. <laughs> just, and yeah. it wouldn't be your fault at all. Cause it's just like a scheduling conflict. But yeah, right. I can't help it you. Like I'm not good at my job. And I, yeah, no, it just it's like just creeps like, into your brain. You just go, God, I hope nobody leaves. Right. Dude, you know what else? Um, I don't know if you guys thought about this at all, but when, you know, nine months ago or whatever, when our manager sent us an email saying, here's the festival, do you guys want to do this? Here's your guarantee. We were just like, hey, is this fucking real? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And then like after that initial excitement, um, you know, in the months after that, I kind of had this thing going on in the back of my head. It's like, oh man, is this like, is this like, like Uncle Rico shit, you know? Is this kind of like right, a right. little like sad a little bit, you know, yeah. like a bunch of fucking Living too much in 82. Yeah. Like, you know, like, is this just a little too like a bunch of, you know, 40 year old emo dudes and like blah, blah, blah. And when we got there, played that first day or our first time playing and just like the vibe and everything. I, <laughs> the second fe- day. Well, it's, it didn't feel at all like that. It no. didn't feel, I, I know that, you know, there's emos, not dead shirts and this and that and everything. And it's like, you know that's the whole point of the whole festival and the way it's branded and, and built and all that. But like, it didn't feel like that. Like it still felt like really fresh and exciting and it did not feel like some sad nostalgia shit. I think it helps that the festival was so fucking expertly put together. Oh yeah. And everything about it was so legit. Even Emma, uh, Emma Van Dyke's our, our publicist in the UK who does tons of big bands and she's, you know, she's there every time we've ever played a festival in Europe. She's been to like obviously all the big ones, the download and Gros Rock and all the all those big ones. And she was saying, like, this is really interesting. I've never been to a, an American festival like this. It it feels like download and this put together and mm-hmm. like uh aftershock or some shit. I don't know. What's the other one? Uh you know, she's like mm-hmm. that's one of them, yeah. It it feels like a European festival. Reading Reading and yeah. yeah. And I've we've we've talked about before how Europe does festivals like the best and we don't get them like that here but this yeah. felt like we're finally yeah. kind of hanging now yeah and then like dude so okay like just to kind of further my point just a little bit you know when you go to a bar and it's like 80s night half use is like oh it's so fun i grew up in the 80s but there's that part of your brain that's like i think just because we're artists and we're like creative people it's a little sad a little bit it's like there's a little bit of it that's a little like there's a there's a i don't know maybe it's just me like the way my brain's wired there's a little bit of like there's something in the back of my brain it's like this is really fun but just kind of cheesy and a little sad yeah this is what we'll do before we die this yeah. is like the last milking of it before we all yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was maybe a little bit of that going on and then we got there and it was like fucking none of that you know maybe it helps that most if not all the bands are still active and fucking killing yeah yeah so it wasn't like sad, shitty bands like where they kind of like let's get back together and do a cash yeah, grab. Yeah, it was like, like, yeah, right, yeah. Right, it it yeah. wasn't like you I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't like a. Uh, it wasn't like that at all. It was just like all of our friends. Everyone's hanging out. I mean, 
we like this, you know, Silverstein, the use Amber and ball. We, I mean, like we were just playing festivals with these dudes like a month, two ago. Yeah. So it's not like a bunch of bands that all broke up and they're all like fucking fat and like, right. You know, working at gas station shit. Still and it's like, guys. And this is their opportunity to come back for like one more day in the sun. It wasn't yeah. like that at fucking at all. It's like all these bands are still active. Um, the fans were way younger than I thought they'd be. Um, Resurgence. It's real. Yeah, it's just like this. It didn't feel like a throwback nostalgic play. It just felt like, oh, this is what we do, and we're still doing it. Dude, I had this amazing moment mm-hmm. that is like the answer to that anxiety about it maybe being that. Nick Ganbarian from uh, Bayside and I were watching Paramore, waiting for My Chemical Romance on the the first weekend. And granted, we were kind of drunk, but we just had this moment at the exact same time, and we looked at each other and kind of started to tell each other the same thing at the same time. I want to suck your dick, boy. Ooh, I want to suck you guys' dicks off. Um, so we were watching Paramore, who fucking killed both weekends. It does kill, Craig. <laughs> it's quite heavy. You wouldn't know. So Paramore and My Chemical Romance headlined fully. Like, not just, not like Warp Tour, for anyone who didn't go. Not like Warp Tour, where they just played last and they played the same 30-minute set. Like, this thing was set up where they were, like, legit headliners. And they had their full production. The main stages were an entirely different level than the other stages. Bro, even the used had fucking pyro. Yeah, it was, like, it was legit. Like yeah. a legit, like, huge festival. And Paramore was playing. They got their screens. They got all this crazy shit. And they're not just Paramore anymore. They're like Paramore plus a bunch of extra musicians. And I had this moment where I, I felt like I was watching... I don't think any of them are Paramore, technically. I think it's... They're back to three original members, oh, I think. Nice. I did a little Googling. I felt like I was watching, like, U2... Or fucking... Did you just compare Paramore to you two? No, I wasn't demoralizing. <laughs> no, no, dude, I'm serious. I felt like I was watching them or like, you know, fucking Coldplay or somebody who's like a big world-class band who's transcended all scenes and they're now just like this huge pop thing. Like, I felt like I was watching some shit from like, you know, like the late 80s where like classic rock artists are now like solo artists that are just fucking huge. Like, I, you know, Genesis or some shit. But for our scene, like our little scene of like sad emo punk kids have gotten to this place where there's this like world-class band doing this next level shit. And then Mike came, came out and did the same thing in a different way. And we looked at each other and we were like, dude, this is, this is us. This is our scene. And it's now this 20 years later, it's this big, it's this grown up. It's this fucking huge that 70,000 people are watching all this shit go down. And some would be like, it must be cool to be that big, you know? But instead we were just stoked. Like, our, this is our scene now. This is fucking insane. I wonder if you feel like that because for 10 years you hated your scene because I did too. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm like, saying? Yeah, like, I that, wonder like if extra appreciation, yeah, you know? Yeah. It was fucking cool, dude. And then Mike M came out and just like the first night they were all in, in that old dude makeup, which was like legit Hollywood makeup. I, it blew my mind. And to Brian's point about like, it was nice. It was a nice nod to be like, we are old. Yeah. Though we're obviously not this old, but it was like a funny, like, <laughs> yeah, this is kind of weird that we're all old and we're, you know, but it was like, then they were so, inc- I mean, just from the videos I saw, it was like, yeah, they didn't go like, it was, I mean, obviously Gerard was like, you know, deep into pr- the production world. They had like world-class, uh, you know, hair and makeup. Everything. And it was incredible. Yeah. And I, then was, this, I wasn't feeling the old guy makeup. I thought that was a little weird. But at first I thought they were Because <laughs> I forgot zombies. that it's kind of Halloween weekend. And then a bunch yeah. of other bands started dressing up and I was like, Oh, because I was like, why the fuck are they dressed like old people? Yeah. It just didn't make any sense to me. I was like, what? Like, are they, they just making when fun we were of young. everything about this fucking... Thing? I, I get it, but it was like, I, I didn't think that was cool. But 
it's fine. But Whatever. the second weekend they did Shots something. <laughs> the second weekend they did something completely yeah, different. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, they're just being funny. Yeah, That's, okay. But it was so dope how on the second one they everybody but Gerard was in just like street clothes, basically, like white t-shirts and jeans, or whatever. And then Gerard had this like general's outfit or some shit that was all red, but everything on the screens, like on the big like uh, jumbotrons type screens, whatever, was all black and white. So like from a distance with the spotlight on him, he was just like this red dot and everything else was all black and white. And it, it was like a movie. It was fucking amazing. I think he's been doing. And something. I don't even like going they've, to shows. They've anymore. all been doing something different, like every show that they yeah. do. Evidently, yeah. I he was wearing a dress, a dress a couple times, and then like he had some like Hannibal Lecter mask on a couple times. I don't yeah. know. I keep seeing all these different things where he just does something weird every time. So that, that's cool. That makes sense. But yeah. let's talk about. Uh, oh man, how I almost ruined our the biggest show of our <laughs> yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Before you do that, just real quick, you guys have to see the video of that Adam made of the. I think you should leave Gerard Way. It's my greatest creative accomplishment. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, just see oh, that real on quick. there. On um, there you finally made something. Good job. <laughs> oh, uh, I did uh, it, guys. You know what I will say that's cool about you and you and you and me? Not me or Drew. Uh, kind of as it relates to what you're you saying about bowling trophy, what so, you're saying sorry. about production and all that shit. One thing I will say, at the risk of sounding like uh, a little pretentious, or whatever, dude, we had none of that. No fire. No lights. Nothing. No dragons jumping out of the PA. Yeah, at just one the point, fire in our hearts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in our eyes. At one point, a, a, a smoke machine went off for a second. I don't know. <laughs> Two, yeah, yeah. During the wind, it was yeah. flying. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah. So, I was like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Oh, and side note, my fucking idiot wife ran off stage because she thought the stage was on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's like, really? wow. Our yeah. passion was lit de- yeah, yeah. Uh, solely by the fire in our hearts. But, yes. I, you know, like we didn't have any of that shit, you know, on rental gear, like whatever. And like, I don't know, we don't like, we still fucking threw down hard, but we were, and, and this is maybe I'm not trying to shot, sh- uh, shoot, shoot shots, <laughs> shoot shots. Like Dan shot shots, <laughs> but, uh, we're the only band that like everyone's feet left the ground. No other, you know, like we even Josh, like very so, small jumps sometimes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, lift my foot I think you and I are the only people holding instruments that like, Jumped, you know? Except for AFI. Oh, I didn't watch AFI. I didn't either. Saw a picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Heard so about like... It. Wrote a song about it. I, I, I know David jumps. I don't know if the other guys do. I'm sure they do. Yeah, I mean, like, people holding instruments. That's why I just singled out yeah, yeah. Adam and I. But uh, we fucking went off, dude. Like, we were playing a club in front of 100 people, you know? We ripped. Yeah. And um, I think that's pretty fucking cool that we're all fucking 40-year-old dudes and we still ripped. You know, dude, that's part of so the reason. So put pyro behind us and fucking all that other shit. Can you imagine what what we would do? Every dick explodes. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's part of the reason why I can't at this point really experience every experience, really experience everything real time because I'm so we play so few shows that I'm so hyper focused in the moment on like, oh fuck, am I jumping high enough? Did we do that right? Oh fuck, I should be playing better. Oh, does this sound good or not? Like I'm just thinking about all these fucking things all at once. And I have our entire 20 year career in my head of like, are we, are we living up to it or not that I have to later watch the footage and go, yeah, good job. Yeah. We fucking, yeah. Good job. Well, no, I just know we definitely don't rock stage, out so. is move quite as much as we used to because we like play right now. Yeah. We play the songs. <laughs> we play the songs, you know? Yeah. I don't try to be the old version of us anymore, but I get what you're saying. I do have those thoughts. But trying to like balance. All I care I about is like, okay, sing this good yeah. and have fun. As long as everything's yeah. good, then yeah. fuck it. Everything's good. You know? But like in the process of doing that, we still fucking throw down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like you still made tens of thousands of people fucking jump, you know? Like 
I don't know. You know, I'm real good at screaming at people and making them do certain things. I don't know. I just think that was really cool. So if we had a bunch of like production behind us too, like that would just be insane, but we don't even need it. Unstoppable. You know, unstoppable. It's incredible to me how not athletic you are, Adam, and yet (laughs) look so cool on stage. Hey, I he played sports for a good really, seven years. No, he like a like, long time ago. He looks right? really good on stage. He looks. I mean, like he you looks know, good. I've stared at Adam a thousand times on my little video screens editing, mm-hmm. yeah. and he it looks like he's really, really in shape. And then but I know otherwise. <laughs> yeah, can, but you I go can, hard. I can tell you what he's the worst at in our band: <laughs> bowling. Oh, Jesus Christ! We'll get to that fuck up momentarily. <laughs> but first, I'd like to take this opportunity <laughs> to formally once again apologize for almost ruining the biggest and most important show of our lives by getting White Claw somehow spilled on our band's laptop. What do you mean somehow? (laughs) I don't know where it came from. I I was blacked out. So the night before the second weekend, I had this. We weren't there and we know how it happened. It turns out when you tip it like this near (laughs) laptop, gets on it. Uh We did this Star Wars themed email night thing. And I was like so dead set on not getting fucked up, not getting too drunk. We knew... The Sunday before the Friday that Adam's going to be hung over on Saturday. <laughs> I, I wasn't, though. Still drunk. <laughs> I was still drunk. Um, so That works, yeah. So uh, I, <laughs> that, that tracks. I, I was like... <laughs> Not I was, hung over yet. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't hung over until like 5 p.m. Do alcoholics uh, get hangovers? <laughs> so I, in my head, I'm like, okay, a drink, some Pedialyte, another drink, some Gatorade, a drink, some snacks. You know what I mean? And I was really going to pace myself and I was going to get drunk enough to have a good time and be loose and do the emo night thing, but not fucked up. Instead, uh, since one of the dudes who runs it with us lives in Vegas, he's like, I'm doing a Costco run. What do you guys want? And he just bought enough alcohol to kill like a hundred people. And the whole bottle of like Costco size Jameson ended up on in your mouth, the DJ booth and in my mouth (laughs) and in my body in your gullet in my gullet. And at some point late in the night, Apparently, like a white, it smelled like white claw got spilled on the laptop that we use for backtracks that the band owns. That That's I was the important using. part that you should tell people is that this is what runs. Yes. Yeah. It's the band. It's not your computer. It's the band's computer that right. runs like all of our shit on stage. That we paid for as a band that I'm fucking, you know. <sighs> By the way, we wrote you up. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I contacted HR. Two more. Zero, zero days since the last incident. <laughs> so we're like an hour out from the fucking biggest show of our lives because the first. Weekend was big, but for some reason, the second one felt bigger to anyone else. It was equally, but we knew how big it was that time. Yeah. First time we were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Look at that. So a bitch. (laughs) I have so much anxiety right now listening to you tell the story. So, so somebody like uh, Bon or Ian comes up to like, yo, where's the laptop? And I'm like, oh, it's right here. And I pull it out of my fucking backpack and open it up and it goes. (laughs) And it's wet all over the display, all over the keyboard. You can see the imprints of the keys in White Claw on the oh. fucking screen, you know? And I'm like, um, wasn't like that last time I saw it. Because um, the last time you saw it, you weren't blacked out? Last time I saw it, I couldn't see anything. <laughs> uh, so I hit power, started to boot up. I was like, okay, this is good. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Went black. <laughs> Apple logo came back up. It fucking tried to boot three times. And I was like, oh my God, we're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. Oh, I'm so, I fucked. So I, like I fucked our up. inner monitors, like everything, everything, like is Josh's dependent. click track, like, you know, all, like basically our whole show, like every other band in 2022, you need a laptop now. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like basically, two laptops. Ep- <laughs> it's basically another instrument. 
Yeah. For, for people for people listening that don't know. Yeah. You know? Luckily, we do have two laptops. The other one is Josh's personal laptop. That's the backup. <laughs> and we have like we're we're pretty good about making a copy of the set and keeping it on an external hard drive. And Josh's thing is the backup. But we hadn't we had made some edits and we hadn't changed it or we hadn't like copied that to the external for a, a little bit. So I was like, well, we can just load that. We'll see what happens. And then the thing got stable and it stayed open. I was like, okay, well, let's get the drive and move the fucking file over. I did that. It stayed on. We moved it to Josh's. We were fine. Went and plugged it in on stage. <laughs> it was not fine. Fucking. This the, is like right before we go on. I mean, like it was down to like, like 20 minutes before the fucking set. Yeah. So yeah. like we're, we have everything yeah. hooked up. And I'm, you know, I'm going through and I'm like hitting play to like make sure I check, you know, make it. So I hit play and all I hear is, <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my God, dude, we're on stage. Like it's a rotating Ugh. stage and luckily there's like a barrier. There's like a wall in between yeah. and I'm always the stage early. So I'm like doing all this shit and I go, where the fuck is Adam? <laughs> Cause like Adam knows logic better than the rest of us. Are you still drunk at this point, Adam? Or are you... Um, yeah, <laughs> but like functional. I don't realize I'm drunk. I'm okay. like, but everything I'm like, feels like shit. And I text Ian. I go, Adam needs to be here right now. And Bon, I think, and Ian both, I got a text or they called me. I don't remember which one. And they're like, uh, hey buddy, we, uh, we really need you at the stage right now, bud. Really need you at the stage. I'm more calm than I was. <laughs> and I, and I ran over and it ended up being something simple. We just like, he, he essentially blew on it. No, he changed, he changed the output <laughs> Took back the game to out, the MacBook. Blew on it. But and the, then changed it back and it worked. It's again. the old like turn it off, turn it back that's, on thing. That's the part that yeah. made me most nervous because that is the most janky fucking solution to a problem ever. But it's the default for anything like <laughs> digital like that. Like Does, doesn't matter. Like have reboot. you tried turning it off? Reboot. Yeah, you know what I mean. You guys didn't turn it off and turn it. You just activated a track and deactivated it and reactivated it. Right? You didn't no, power no, no. it down and restart. No, it. we switched the output and then switched it back. And like for the, any kind the, of interface, the full, like the the preferences. Yeah, like, yeah. But the, you didn't like restart the computer. We did after that. Yeah, we did. Oh, after okay. That. I, yeah, yeah. Like, and we, if you open something before it's plugged into the right uh, hardware and shit, yeah, right. it gets yeah. all confused. Yeah, so yeah. it was probably simple, but either but way, the, but, but in then, the moment, it's like, what the fuck? But yeah. then, as the, the stage turns, so the stage turns. Well, and we got a, we went and got my laptop too as a backup because we were freaking the fuck out. Yeah. So I called my wife, and she went and ran over. She's just running through the thing with a fucking laptop, like past whatever. We got all that plugged in so the stage turns and there's another like 15 minutes of changeover time and we're like going through doing like a line check and like bond plays ryan's guitar oh, yeah and none of us can hear it yeah or and then I, I could hear it a little bit but like i couldn't hear it not at all. like it's supposed to be yeah so like and then i played my bass and then and everyone's so like loud. ripping their ears out like oh my fucking god so then, like, there was a couple channels that were, like, switched. They were, like, like plugged in wrong. It was all this shit. Like, Not because of the laptop, though. It says nothing to do with the laptop. This is just... Other bullshit. Clusterfuck number two. Changeover yeah. fucking throw and go. Yep. And with all the normal shit that we have now, and we're always like, what the fuck is happening today? Because it was totally fine last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, within, like, three minutes, everything was like, okay, it works. Oh yeah. We were, like, waving down our sound guy from the you know, front of house to run up and he's like pulling shit out. It looked like an operator from the fucking 1920s, like just <laughs> ripping cables and shit. And like you said, then it was cool. Yeah. But we had like two minutes to go. Yeah. Oh and it, it, we had literally had 120 seconds. Before. It was like an episode of 24. But dude, what the thing that's, that, that was so like, <laughs> that is what it was. there's too many variables that like, if it would have, it's just by sheer luck. Like what if he would have just left his laptop in the hotel room? Almost did. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, almost did. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if? Because Ian walked f- all the way from stage to 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 dress room to get the computer because he was like, "I'm gonna be a good fucking employee and just do my shit." Like, if he wouldn't have done that, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just relied on you to bring it to stage, and you would have opened it then. Yeah, we weren't. We we would have had like it would have been a fucking c- c- catastrophe. You know. I actually have a little bit of footage of you guys freaking out. Oh, so, yeah. yeah Drew was there uh, <laughs> yeah. filming these things. Let's post that to Patreon. No, no, no. Edit. You have to edit it like the 24 thing where everything yes. is going wrong and you put all the things and the things are sliding around. The best thing is you'll see me in the background just... I didn't know any of this was going on. <laughs> I did. Like, I kept hearing everybody freaking out and I was just kind of like, hi, Wayne, hi. And I was just like, don't pay attention. Yeah, I, I was just mentioned. like, focus it, it, on having a good show. And then even damn. right before you were like, dude, it's all fucked. And I was like, what? I... I went and looked. I was like, we got 10 minutes. It's going to be fine. I remember saying something like that. And then I was just like, don't think about it. Don't yeah. think about it. And then it all worked out. But I was purposely like, don't listen to what's going wrong. Because I can't have that ruin. My whole vibe right. is if I'm in a bad mood, then it's going to ruin the whole thing for me. Yeah. You you weren't freaking out like the other I was just well, I was just doing my own thing. <laughs> like, okay, I walked up at show, one point and uh, I was like, just trying to, I don't know. I was like making a stupid joke like I always do. And Ryan's like, I can't hear you. I don't know what's going on. And he just like, I was like. <laughs> Oh, right. y'all are stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't I be had, suspicious. Don't my, be my, suspicious. My, my yeah, we, it is hard to hear people when they're when you have your ears in too. Ryan but. will come over midway and see everybody else freaking out, and then he freaks out and starts going individually to everybody, <laughs> freaking everyone else out too. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get people to do their jobs. No, and I know, and they're doing their jobs, but you're like. Here, here's the thing. You're hey, but, more hey, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just here to make sure you're freaked out. Are you freaked out? <laughs> That's what it seems like. Okay, here's here's the thing. I think I was like, what, what's going on? And then you just kind of told me, but I was like, it's going to be fine. Gonna my be my fine. thing is this, is that if it's something I don't have control over, I, I'm still, okay. You're out of the loop on int- it. Very intentionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have a 20-year history of the opposite. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And yeah, that's so, what I was trying to do. I was just like, somebody's yeah. going to fix it. It's all good. Well, just bigger, bigger picture, like... Every band does does this, has the inner monitors and all the shit that we're just now doing. Every band's been doing this for 15 years. The way my brain works is like, I now I can't even imagine not having it. I can't even imagine not having ears mm-hmm. and our whole new system. It's fucking amazing. Yep. But that doesn't change the fact that it's more variables. It's more of a chance. It's more shit that can fuck up. It's more opportunities for something to go wrong. The more complexity you add to a system, the more chance of yeah. shit going wrong. So... I don't have control over it. There's just too many variables now. And that's, it's like. And the guy with the control spills fucking white claw <laughs> yeah, no, on his no computer. Yeah, no offense. Like, I'm, I'm going to push <laughs> oh, back. No, dude, I've, no, 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 I've so, fucked look, up look, everything. Look, and I fully I, accept responsibility. I'm, I'm just going to push back a little bit. Like, you guys made fun of me. Ha, ha, I'm going to push back. You're the world's dumbest smart person. Like, when it comes to, comes to this stuff. So stuff like that kind of makes me a little on edge. It's like. You come here with your Kemper and you, it takes you fucking a month to try to figure out how to assign an output. And I'm just like, this is going to happen during the show. This is going to happen during the show. This is going to happen during the show. <laughs> and, I, and part of me is like, dude, I just wish you would just plug straight into a Ampeg 412 and we could just be a fucking band. I've been you know? doing that though. And I was trying to level up. <laughs> I know it's great, but it's just more complexity in the system. You know? I mean, now that it's all sorted, like when you think about it, it's fewer things ultimately. You know what I mean? Like no, because the no, computer. It's no, it's not. Josh has had to have all this complexity for years. Yeah. It's just we didn't have to worry about it. Josh, exactly. Yeah. He was like, oh, my fucking, you had the whole monitor and all this <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, but like three out of every six shows. But it never was an issue with it, him. Yeah. It was. It was like our live stream, it took fucking three hours to well, figure yeah. out how to, like, you that know what I'm saying? Hey, that wasn't me, though. Just saying, it's, it's not, it's not in anyone individually's fault. It's just like 
we're checking more stuff at the airport. We're bringing more gear, which is ultimately fucking amazing. And it, it, when, it's just more shit. Like what happened right before we went, besides the fucking white claw on the laptop, mm -hmm. uh, Mac wired shit up wrong. And if we like, we've had the same kind of dumb shit happen though. Even if we were fully analog, like if somebody miss wires the, or, you know, miss routes, the channels, same problem. Like yeah, that, that's that, just a mic into an input. That, that could that, have that, always that, happened. That that's not on us though. That's no, a, no, yeah, that's yeah. a monitor guy that's doing that shit. We yeah. show up and plug in like most 98% of this band has been us renting backline gear, or having our own backline gear and just getting a monitor mix. And even if that all fucks up, at least we can hear, at least it's coming out of our amps. We could like power through a show. Like, True. But if, if he, as our sound guy routed it wrong to the cable snake that goes to the traditional monitor board, we would have been as fucked in a different way. You know what I mean? Kind of. And it's scarier like, when it's like that's happened plenty of times. We're like, this mic's not coming through. Nobody has it, you know. And then we're waiting. Yeah. And because we're the ones that are handling this stuff directly, and we have like one consistent employee who knows how to use the system when it's set this up. Is but my does point. It, this is my point. Because it's on us, it's scarier. You know what I mean? It's more responsibility on us. It's exactly, more complexity yeah. in the system that's in our hands. In our hands is right. where that's it gets my, fucking. Yeah. That's my whole point. Yeah. But more and consistency. No, and no offense, if we, but if we like get it right. it's like. It very, very intentionally on my part, it's like this is fucking awesome. These dudes are handling this all stuff. But like when something goes wrong, you know, uh, it can be a little bit of a struggle for me because I always, it, it's like, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not the personality type that can just be like not part of the solution. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? you inherently have more anxiety because you, you don't know it like directly. And then mm -hmm. Josh, they're, they're like varying degrees where I'm like, oh, let's just switch the output, switch yeah. it back. And I'm like, okay, it's cool. We talked you know, about that last podcast about how in very intense situations, you're just walking around like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And everybody else is going like, what the fuck is, you know, and I, yeah, I could see. Yeah. So like I, I had a, I had a brief moment where for the first time in as long as I can remember, somebody else was like, oh, don't be all doom and gloom. It'll be fine. When I was, when I opened it up, I go, oh, we're fucked. <laughs> like as soon as, it, as soon as it tried, as soon as it rebooted once, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, we're fucked. And Emma was like, ah, oh, come on now, mate. Or whatever. That, yeah. yeah, that's, that's yeah, not I was even accent. in the room with that one and I was just like, uh, I mean, on my, uh, ignore, on my ignore laptop, it. at least there was a logic session. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not yeah. it all would have been leveled and right. 70% of that set it. we could play without any of that. Like real life, new shit. We rely a lot more on tracks and mm -hmm. stuff, but Page Avenue shit, we can play fucking front to back the whole fucking record with nothing, you know, if we have yeah. to. But we haven't it's done it. It's going to be a little different. Like, and yes, it would be weird to have to do yeah. it on the spot. But, but but also, you know, like the way that rack's wired and shit, I'm realizing as I'm saying, this is such like inside baseball. No yeah, one yeah. fucking yeah, cares. Yeah, or knows like, Shut the fuck up, pussies. But like if something... Play your fucking songs. <laughs> but if something's like wired wrong and we don't have wedges up front, we don't have any... Like we can't... We can play, but we're not going to hear it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Falling in reverse had this whole thing recently. Did you guys see all this? Like, no. I heard people making like, jokes during as we were setting up. It's yeah. like, pull a falling in reverse. Yeah, yeah. Because their their shit, their tracks went down or something, and they were like, we can't fucking play or so. I don't know, but they ended up playing. It was fine. But then a bunch of old head bands, you know, like '80s metal bands and shit. Sebastian Bach being one of them. Like whole internet feud. They're like, fuck you, play your fucking songs. Don't be pussies. And they're like, we can't because this is how we do things now. This is how every modern band does yeah. it. So there's been a huge argument amongst you know how many older rock bands and newer rock bands lately. Yeah. I've stopped our tracks. Yeah, and we don't even you guys know. didn't even fucking know. Yeah. Yeah, literally, if you Why, play it right. Why, just because you got off? Or something happens. As long as like, you play shit right, we it doesn't matter. Yeah, I've us, paused you know? it so many times. Yeah. Like mid-song because like something happened and like something fell, whatever. Dude, how, how did like, my vocals come out then, bro? <laughs> yeah, I would just stop and go, we can finish this song. 
Yeah. Dude, and, and that that argument also that like dichotomy of like real rock band versus like modern band, whatever, is bullshit when it comes down to it. Like tell yeah, fucking it, Queen to play dumb. Bohemian Rhapsody without Well no, but this is their fucking this tracks. is the point I think that those or, fucking, or Guns N' Roses to play anything off Use Your Illusion. You should you should know that one time in your career all your shit is gonna blow up and all you're gonna have is an acoustic guitar or whatever. Like you should have a set that you could hobble through where it's like we can play without all the stuff we have seven songs we could fit like right don't you think that that's like yeah we should practice through a bunch of songs with nothing just to have them like just in yeah. case just like ready. i mean we have a lot there's but been, also, i know been, we can do there's all been that times but. where like my pack fell off and like oh, got yeah. unplugged yeah and like funny enough he'd plug it back in and i'm still on <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah i've heard of like comedians where the mics like the whole system will go down you know and so, you know, they're just like talking to a mic like this. What are you guys talking about? And so they'll just shout the rest of the set. Uh-huh. And it's like, that's the most punk rock thing you could do. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's not going to be as good, but I also know how to fucking do this without like all the tricks of bumping them, you know, anyway. But the hard, the hard thing about yeah. like that, that argument of like the old versus new guard or whatever, like, you know, um, when we're in the record and we're putting like synths and we're doing all like that shit is a, is just as important as a guitar or a bass or drums. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and with the way we make records and shit, it's another instrument. Yeah, and it's so, not like the 90s where you can afford to bring out a whole bunch of extra fucking musicians at a lower level. That's right. I, I would that, listen that, to that, fucking that, dancing yeah. until the day I died, acapella. Yeah, you would. I fucking would. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? No, like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. So but but like, I'm, just, I'm just saying like... Fuck that just band as, you mentioned just earlier as a, I forgot. Uh, as a blanket Queen. statement, like Skid Row or whoever <laughs> you're talking about, like they don't have... It, yeah. it's, you know, I just know that Ronnie Radke and Sebastian Bach have been going back and forth for whatever reason. I'm with you, about this. But, Fuck um, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> but in the 90s, yeah, uh, Guns N' Roses would have 14 backup singers, three yeah. keyboard exactly. players. That's they right. had the whole thing with them. Yeah, that's where I'm yeah. trying to Technology go. Technology allows us to be able to tour without all that because we can put stuff on tracks and have fun and just be a band and not worry about it. That's yeah. the difference, and yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's where what I was you're saying. That's yes. where I was trying to go with that. Yep. And if you had, if you were rich as fuck, we don't you could have hire to do all those people to do it. Like I last time I saw uh, Green Day it was like 20 years ago, but uh, I saw them, you know, a modern Green Day, and they had like you know it was just the three of them hanging out, and then like 20 people like in yeah. the shadows, and it's like yeah, I guess if you're mm-hmm. fucking Green Day, yeah. you don't have to mm-hmm. have tracks. You can have all those people yeah. doing that. That's but. how Paramore was. There was seven people. Biggest yeah. three-piece band of all time. Is it's Green cool Day. as hell, too. Yeah. And it it's sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. Even fucking Pearl Jam. They, they've had that dude who's 107 years old or whatever playing Keyboard keyboards guy? and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That poor guy. Yeah. But I think He's he like, looks so cool. Band yet? He looks so cool to me. I know, but just make him in the band. They're like, <laughs> keep that fucking light off that guy. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's doing okay. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm sure he's no, not really No matter what, if there's some catastrophic failure of some piece of equipment, You'll have a moment like when Van Halen, they had the fucking sample rate wrong on that keyboard for jump. Yeah. And it was a fucking quarter step off or some bullshit. Yeah. And Eddie was like <laughs> real time trying, like shit happens, dude. Yeah. 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 And it's cool. That's a story. You go, like, I got to see dancing until the day acapella or you know what I mean? Like, and we would, if, if it all happened, we would fucking power through it. I we would find yeah, a way yeah. to do it. We would. Cause that's how we always have been. But we just have to be able to hear. Yeah. And if our rack goes down and we don't, we can't hear, and there's no wedges on the ground, that's a whole different thing, you know. Yeah, that's that's me. that's way more my fear than like our tracks going down. Like yeah, if our tracks monitors, going down, yeah. we can play ninety percent of the shit. 
But if also, we're, you couldn't do it at the. Uh, I want to just clarify the dumb thing that I said. I'm saying like you guys are headlining, and it's like, well, we got to give the people something. If you're like in a festival situation, it's like we have 30 minutes. You can't be like, let's yeah. figure it out in the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You either have to cut shit or you're just you're right. done. You, yeah, if you're you headlining a club tour, you get like a full sound check. You get like yeah. you have everything's completely worked out, and if something's not fine, right. you have time. So like, there's no there's no anxiety or stress because like. Dudes, it's three thirty. Doors don't open until seven. We'll figure yeah, this out. You're right. That's the main difference. That's, yeah, that's the real problem. And yeah. I could see you guys being at a at a club, and all the power goes out, and everybody's like, "What do we do? I guess it's the show's over." And then you're like, you get an acoustic guitar, and you're like, Josh plays on the fucking side of the stage, and you oh, guys yeah. like, yeah, we would definitely do that. I don't, need, I don't need microphones to play. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we've we've had the PA turned off because the fucking. Uh, fire marshals like nope show's done right before until the day I died and played until the day I died anyone just had the crowd singing we've done that a couple times like shit like that you're just like fuck yeah this is way more punk rock this is great we don't obey laws yeah. but then I know there's bands that genuinely do not have the musical ability to play their songs without their tracks playing and yes. so those bands are yeah. just like I'm fucked you know yep shout out to those bands we're fucking awesome dude don't worry about it man <laughs> do I'm, I'm a good job I'm trying to give you a compliment should we tell um the final story of how we triumphed despite my lack of sports abilities. It's the final bowling championship. I got to pee. Yes. Pee yeah. pee. Pause for pee. Go pee pee. Let's just start telling it. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say uh, the Friday night before the first day that got canceled in Vegas, we played a pre-show at Brooklyn Bowl and uh, with uh, Sleeping with Sirens and the Somerset and a bunch of uh, awesome people who did a cover set with a bunch of cool singers of different bands. But there was a bowling tournament as well. And um, we won. We won. There's the trophy. I'm Here's how it, it went down. There was also um, Matt Cutshaw and Emo's Not Dead. Th- this dude is like, number one, awesome. Good dude. It's just so weird how this whole thing is, has, has gone down in the past few years. How he went from like a dude who played in bands and was like a fan who didn't become a dude in a, in a popular band. Who then became like a celebrity by parodying Emo and is now like part of hosting this huge like emo pre-party for the biggest fucking emo and punk festival of all time so uh we did that at the brooklyn bowl and it was a good time and we actually bowled for real in an actual competition with were they contest winners yes yeah contest winners fans um the dude luckily the dude and his wife who uh were on our team the dude was a fucking great bowler i forgot his name i I feel really bad i saw him out in the crowd though when we actually played it when we Mm -hmm. were young Good catch. Terrible throw. So I've bowled a lot in my life. It was like I, I've humble brag. I'm shitty at sports, not but enough. I, I've, I've traditionally been like pretty decent at sports that are for nerds that are just like individual, not team things like bowling rolling and, and, and <laughs> rollerblading and fucking darts and shit. And Josh has done a lot of bowling. I was like, yeah, we'll do pretty well. Whatever. Despite the fact that we don't have like our own personal bowling balls and all our fucking shit there, whatever. It'll be fine. Turns out it was not fine, and I have never fucking bowled worse in my entire life. Dude, you I was having flashbacks of uh, making in the wake of termination when, when you we called you Chernobyl. Because <laughs> your meltdowns you would have with ping pong. Ping pong, yeah. Dude. Hilarious. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like, bowling, how mad you were. Bowling with, I love you guys. Bowling with like a, just like a house, a house ball, as they call it, just one that's there that says the, the weight and the big letters on it and has... It's different. It's that different? Oh, it's, yeah. Is like, it just because you're used to your ball, or is it just like... Well, no, because the both. ball... The, your ball is like it's specifically to your grip. The holes are smaller. Mm-hmm. The like, type of grip is different. Yeah. The core of the ball is different. It's made out of different material. Like 
Imagine if those lanes weren't. I get it. I get it. I get it. The lanes. The so, lanes kind of suck too. Yeah. It's like imagine trying to play a song on like a ukulele, but you have to play the song and it's in a different tuning than the ukulele, and you have to play the solo. You have to do the whole thing. That's what bowling with a normal ball, like in that. If you're not used to it. And as yeah. usual, I triumphed anyway. So, it, yeah. it was, of course. So, dude, the contest winner <laughs> was like one of the best bowler. I I've, I don't, I think bowling so fucking boring. But, uh, <laughs> but dude, this, this pretty, dude. Pretty dumb now. Yeah. This dude was fucking great. He was and really because good. of him, we have a big ass trophy. Yeah. Once, yeah. Uh, once I started using his ball. Same. I bowled way better. Oh, yeah. My yeah. first game, a, I bowled like 80. No, it was 72. Do you guys do 72? Do you do it where you put you just like the little tips of your fingers on? You're basically like holding the ball and it's then like, you roll it? Yeah, fingertip yeah. grip. Yeah. Anyway, this dude was yeah. so fucking good. And because of him, we won the bowling tournament, the charity bowling tournament. And well, we dude, you it. also bowled like some of the fucking best I've ever seen you bowl. Ever. I was into it for three rounds. And I, dude, it took forever. Whatever, no, like, yeah, it took way too long. My the neurochemistry, if I'm, bo- if I'm bo- in a board, like, if sh- I've just. I don't know, ADHD, whatever it is. I, if something bores me, I just I can't do it. I can't. I can't. You're so bored by this conversation, you can't even finish the words. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. I, I, I can't believe I've been talking about bowling this long. Yeah, I ended up bowling for Ryan and somebody else. Like yeah, in the, the second, second game, game, you were like, rolling thir- three, four times. Yeah. Every- Josh, is your is your? Do you do it like where you like throw it though, like a like you see, or are you like straight no, down? It's, it's, Obviously, you're not a golfer. These are the important questions. No, so when I when I come back, oh yeah, I'm watching. It's the whole ball is sideways. Oh yeah. So I'm holding the whole thing like up with that my wrist, forearm, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you, you, I don't know. Oh, does it does it spin? Does it have oh, a little? Yeah. It's called yeah. a hook. Does we it go we out all to the do that. Edge? We've all been on on uh, teams and shit and done all this. I used to do that yeah. too. But I think I won out of the band, didn't I? I had no. like a one sixty seven the first game. You guys, Damn. You beat me? Yeah, I beat you. Oh, or I think you beat game. me by a little bit. I, I don't be, remember what my yeah. second game. Did you guys talk shit. We were both pretty close. We were pretty. We both did really good the first game. I neither of us cared the second game, but I was still like one thirty or something. After like the third frame in the second game, I was like, you know what. Done, dude. Yeah, I was just like bound and determined to fucking clear my family name on the second one because I I haven't bowled a seventy two since I was like nine, dude. <laughs> I was getting it was aggravated. With you. Yeah, like you, imagine all you have, that's so bad. You have to purposely be bad to get that bad of a yeah, score. Dude, it was unbelievable. Like, just think, like imagine. I felt like I was in a dream. You know how when you're in a dream and you're like someone, you're trying to fight somebody and you can't punch them and you're just like pushing them. I felt like none of my body worked right. I felt debilitated. Dude. I was getting aggravated with these dick noses next to us in their robes and all their fucking people. <laughs> no like, fucking crowding like no courtesy. You'd walk up to like bowl and there's like six people standing there where you're trying to grab your ball and literally like, standing on our own lane. They were having fun though. <laughs> Have fun in their lane. They were yeah. having fun. They were basically like the dude uh, drunk in Dan's lawn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Fucked dude, up our lives. I'll tell you what was fun. Medellas. That show was fucking so fun to me. That was like my favorite show we've yep. had in forever. I Same. love that show. Except I, it was at one thirty in the morning. Yeah, that's yeah. Right, but still. Yeah, the playing of shows, that was my favorite show. Fuck yeah. Because I didn't really love playing at one thirty in the afternoon. My voice was, <laughs> I've been, I've had a sore throat for six weeks and uh, the, the humidity, you know, what was he saying? Uh, you said step, clim- and, yeah, chlamydia? chlamydia in my throat and uh, Step Brothers. <laughs> and he says he's Fergie and Jesus. Anyway. Uh, that was, that was my favorite set of the weekend was Brook and Bull. But yeah, same dude. Also, uh, Dan tried to hang out with Polly Shore and, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude, this is cool. The, uh, dude, I forget his name, Ian, something, whatever. He was the kid that is in that movie rookie of the year. Oh yeah. yeah. And he's an American pie. 
Uh, yeah, he's the main kid in American Pie, right? Yeah, second. He, not that he's not Jason Biggs. He, he's the yeah. he's, he's like the main friend in the group, but yeah. like Jason Biggs is yeah, like yeah. the star. Exactly. But yeah. yeah. But anyway, he was he's hanging a hot out, ninety boy. Yeah, he was hanging out in the because he he, he performed that night, but he was hanging out in the dress room. I talked to him for like twenty minutes. Like yeah. so fucking cool. Like such awesome. a nice dude. What's and his name? Um, I look it up. That was the Ian first something. thing Ryan told me when I was like, "So how was it?" And he was like, "You'll never guess who I met." <laughs> Yeah, he's the one with Stifler's with, mom. I mean, wait. He's the one with Tara Reid in the in the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars. Wrong movie. Oh, okay. Thomas Ian Nicholas. Yeah, yeah. I don't really, know. really fucking cool dude. He was a, a good shit. And dude, the other like strange interaction for us, which a lot of people will, will be surprised by, Fat Mike of No Effects of Fat Records and whatever mm. was at every show, including that pre-show one at the at Brooklyn Bowl, and he's of that generation of like the legit, like original warp tour, like punk rock generation where we were always super intimidated. No effects is like one of Dan's favorite bands of all time. Who never heard of them. They're from uh, the area. <sighs> um, that dude hung out with us before the show. You're outnumbered. Now you have to like him. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> watched our set like this from the side of the stage. Just like watched us the, just the whole time. Adam has his uh, hand on his chin. <laughs> like love the set. And also, <laughs> we brought the tro- so we got this giant trophy trophy from winning the bowling thing. It's like you know, like a three pillar with a fucking muscle guy on top, like this huge cup, all this shit. No thanks to you. It was uh, I didn't have any. Go on. Uh, no, I fucked up. Um, brought it out on stage, and I went and just like kicked it over just to be a shithead. And there was a great video of Fat Mike running out and grabbing it and going, fucking like yeah. protecting it. He was he was real worried about it. Yeah. And then he guarded it the whole time. He did. Anyway, Fat Mike's a fan of us now. He likes our band. He watched our set, and he's yeah. like, you guys are fucking sick, bro. That was unexpected. And, and we got to do a bunch of shots together, and that was fun. And then I made him a bunch of drinks both both days after that, too, in, yeah. our, in our little trailer dressing room. I yep. love no effects. He was I walking. I love you. Mike, I love you. He was Josh, walking. Josh does, too. Don't worry about that. I was watching him from a distance as I was walking to our trailer, how he would just, like, walk up to other people's trailers and go, just open the door and just walk in, like completely unannounced. Like I'm Fat Mike, I'm gonna fucking walk in. Here. Hey, remember that time that uh, that Fat Mike tried to change your song, but you were playing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Not this. You gotta admit he was a little cooler this time than you remember him. Being. Oh, he was cooler. He Dude, was he very. Was, uh, he was very fun to hang out with. He's, I couldn't. He's believe just a bad man. He's just fucking. My, weird, here's my thing. My thing with that band, other than I wasn't. I'm never. I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Like it just wasn't a thing I listened to. Watching them on Warp Tour were like they just made fun of every other band. Like it just bummed me out. That's your stick. I don't care. It wasn't, it wasn't funny to me. That's totally fine. Because if you told Fat Mike that, he'd go, "Yeah, I know." He's like, "I get it." He yeah. goes, "Everybody thinks I'm an asshole, but I'm not an asshole." He even said that when we were all yeah, hanging I know. out. And I was just he's like, like, "He's like, that's just I gotta just do it that." It just you know? wasn't for me. He knows that. But though. it's also like that's you know, like thing. so many of the comedians that, like in particular, you and I like, like. They say some pretty offensive shit. Yeah. But they're just like, dude, there's jokes. I got called Machine Gun Kelly in front of a sold out <laughs> fucking audience. And the dude messaged me on Instagram is like, man, you know, it's just no hard I'll feelings. Call you Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, Fat Mike's a what? singer of a band, not a comedian. I'm just saying. That's just my he opinion. He's a comedian. He's now. officially both. He's <laughs> yeah. done stand up now. I, I'm just saying. That just yeah, wasn't my, it wasn't know, my thing. It wasn't my thing. He's, like, he's mutually loved and hated. And yes, then that, it's not the, weird. The, the, the party we had was just the icing on the cake for me. Hey, if and when we work together, maybe you guys should just like fist fight. Hey, he's fair enough. He's a lot, but all of us are a lot in our own ways. You know, yeah. Like in our own unique way, we're all a lot. But uh, yeah. But uh, I fucking thought he was awesome. To be honest, like, oh yeah. Part of that was like how much 
I know he was fucked up, but like oh, his, was he? yeah, but like the, the things he said in particular about our show and about our band, like they were like thought they were like well thought out yeah. opinions mm-hmm. and ideas and no, shit, you know, he's fine. It was just, like he, I, I don't revere he was, him like other people. I, do. I don't either, but I'm just saying like the thing, things he said, it was very apparent that he was really paying attention to our set. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he bullshits people. Like he's just very authentic, and he's like, "Yeah, I either like you or I don't." Yeah. And he'll tell you, "Like that sucked." You know, he's just that kind of guy. Yeah. On the third day or the the second weekend, uh, he came in the dressing room. He's like, "I wasn't kidding about." Because that night, I was like, "Dude, he was too drunk. He didn't know what he was talking oh, about." Oh, I knew he. And did. you're like, "No, he he's he real." And I, was like, I could tell by I was the way like, he was looking know, at me man. that he was like. But then the third time we hung out with him, he's like, "I really want to fucking record you." It was just me and him, and he's like, "You know what? I've been listening to your uh, your guys' last couple records and." uh and I was like, what? First of all. Yeah. And he goes, uh, you need to stop doubling your vocals, man. Yeah, he told and, me. This and I that. was like, yeah, I get that. I mean, yeah. I was like, yeah, we don't do it that hard. He's like, I know, but your fucking voice is great. He's like, stop fucking doubling it. Get the emotion and make it real. And he was just giving me like real shit. And oh, I was like, wow. fuck yeah, dude. It was awesome. It was super cool. Yeah. 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 I I, I was really kind of blown away by by his intensity. Yeah. In regards he's, to us. He's you know? like a presence when he comes around. Everybody's like, oh, my God, Fat Mike's here. What the fuck's going on? Remember who walked in? Uh, somebody from Atreyu or something. We were all sitting there with him, and they just opened the door, and they looked at us and just closed it and walked back out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, why is Fat Mike in your trailer? <laughs> he, he also does that thing that, like, is kind of like a – it's a thing with, like, industry people. He, you know, being a dude who's, like like, a punk rock icon, you, like, take it a little differently. The eye contact thing. Mm-hmm. When he'll say something and then just fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. just give you the hardest stare When he was ever. telling me about the doubles, he was just like, stop doubling your vocals. And I was just like, okay, just, I will just, never do it again, sir. Just I was like, pa- fuck, Pause dude. and deadpan and you go, uh, uh, and you just try to shift to whatever yeah. the fucking next yeah. thing is. And he's really fucking funny. He's yeah, hilarious. yeah, he's yeah. fucking, yeah. Yeah. He should be doing stand-up. It's good. Yeah. Anyway, we didn't we need to talk about some video stuff again? That was our whole point in bringing Jordan here. No, I'll come on to the third one. Not, yeah, to just, three. not to just listen to us tell you stories about Vegas. I didn't even know Jordan was being here, so thanks for including me, guys. I didn't know I either. Didn't either. I didn't even notice Jordan was here. I just remembered <laughs> I remembered last time being like, you need to come again next week. But then that was three weeks ago, so we all Did forgot. you talk to Adam today? Maybe. Oh, yeah. He didn't tell us. Maybe. Again. I figured uh, since we <laughs> said that last time. We should talk about like art, artwork and pixels and shit again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many pixels is the new album? <laughs> How long did it take to render? That's my favorite. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Gosh. Well, let's wrap it up. Pixels. Jordan, um, even though you didn't talk about anything worth a shit, where can people find you on the internet? Jordan Phoenix Show on Instagram. Lit. Tight. Very, very cool. I'm at Fat Mike's new best friend on MySpace.com. Dan? I told him when he came in, I said, it's like, we're best friends. And he goes, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. No, yeah. dude, the best fucking line the whole yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't even remember what he said what to me. What did you say to him? You go. I was talking to him for a long time, and then I was like, good talking to you. And he's, I don't even remember what he, he said, but he it goes, blew my fucking mind. You said, know. good talking to you. And he goes, we didn't talk. <laughs> uh, it's just the way you and said it. And then he it, looked you know? at Ian, our drum tech. He goes, yeah, who's this guy? I didn't even meet him, and he thumb wrestled him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great. So Ryan's at I didn't talk to you. Yeah. Right. <sighs> yep. That's where I'm at. Hey, I'm at pixelsrip.net. <laughs> cool. Drew, did you finally change your uh, your social media handle to something that is representative of you that might stick? It's super original. What What is it? Tell them on Josh's mic. No. <laughs> it's Drew. <laughs> it's Drew dot 
Darrow. Lit. Dang. I'm going to get Adam.Russell. D-A-R-O. D-A-R-O, yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, you know what I will say about the podcast with the Pixel guy? <laughs> uh, Bond texted me. He's like, I really like that podcast. I can't listen to your podcast anymore because all you guys do is talk over each other. And I fucking hate it. He's like, that's the first one I liked. Hey, hey Bond, eat shit. Hey, Bond, <laughs> give it a listen before I edit it. You'll really love it. Cool. I mean, three of us have to quit. Otherwise, that's just going to happen no matter what. Yeah, so. yeah Bond, you can listen to it or otherwise. Suck one. How can we?